This is the Bible Quizzer Podcast. Thank you so kindly for joining us. My name is Cullen Baggett, and today is going to be a little bit longer of a podcast. We are going to have a little segment from Cinnamon Squirrel previewing, or excuse me, reviewing Squanet. As I currently sit, we are done with the 2021 to 2022 Bible Quiz season over the Book of Acts. And as of the middle of last week, last Thursday. We are now in the 2022 to 2023 Bible quiz season over 1st and 2nd Corinthians. Really quick recap on what happened. Basically, the rankings have just gone up and falls to no one's surprise took the number one uh, position in those rankings, receiving all six of the first place votes. And then things got interesting. So Ridgeview took second, Old Paths third by the skin of their teeth over McQuanago, and then Church of Greenville in South Carolina, fifth place, followed by First Baptist Church Long Beach in sixth place. Without further ado, Caleb, a.k.a. Cinnamon Squirrel, is going to give his little uh, review of the Squanet tournament. He was actually pretty accurate uh, in some of his predictions to me privately, but then um, his review is actually really good, and I appreciate him doing that. So I will go ahead and turn it over to Cinnamon Squirrel. Well, hi, Colin. This is Cinnamon Squirrel. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Those of you who've been following know there were 10 turn teams at Squanet this year. Um, Ridgeview, McQuanago, Old Paths, Fairfax, Virginia. And then uh, for the first time that I was privileged to meet them, t- there were two teams from FBCLB in California. And Falls brought four teams which did very well. I was a scorekeeper in Mr. Douglas' room, so my perspective is somewhat limited to the events of that particular room, but I'm glad to share what I saw and um, what little insight I can give onto the State of Bible Quiz. So first we have Falls. Falls is our returning champion. They won both first and second place last year, and Correct me if I'm wrong, Colin, but I believe they've won every tournament they've gone to this year as well. I think many of us would have predicted that Falls would win this tournament as well, and rightly so, they did. Falls 1 consisted of Stephen and Hannah Van Geldern, Thomas Paskevich, and Chloe Schilling. The Van Gelderns were definitely the powerhouse of that team, but the others contributed a lot too, and I think there's probably several of the quizzes they would have maybe lost uh, without them. As it is, they did not take a single loss the entire day, and that's a really amazing feat, considering the skill of the teams they're going up against. Well done, Falls, and I uh, hope we'll continue to see great things out of you. I can't speak quite as much about Falls 2, 3, and 4. Falls 1 was in my room most of the day, but the others not so. But what I saw from them was very good, and I... I hope everybody on those teams will be con- encouraged to, you know, start memorizing next year's material, first and second Corinthians, and keep on doing really well. Now, in second place, we have a team that I don't know all of us would have predicted would be would be in second place today. I think Colin, you rightly said they would be in the top three, but most of us most of us weren't so sure about that. But they've made a uh, really great effort this year and done some amazing things. The one tournament that Falls wasn't able to go to back in March at Blue Ridge, R- Ridgeview won that tournament. I would say there's a good case for saying that they are the second place team this year. All in all, certainly the results of the Squanet tournament would lend themselves to that theory. Good job, Ridgeview. And here's the thing, Colin. Nobody on Ridgeview is graduating this year. So if they keep up their momentum, they could be the number one team next year, even challenging falls. 
Now, McQuanago, as always, brought some excellent quizzing to Squanit. They kind of surprised everybody by giving Old Paths two lows once it got down to one room of quizzing, ended up taking third place by the end of the day. Now, uh, Colin, you've talked a lot, a lot about David and Lydia's different quizzing strategies, so I won't rehash all that here, but I think it is important to note that David's graduating, and that leaves McQuanago in a vulnerable position. Hopefully, they can find some more people and recruit them to join the quizzing at their ministry. Otherwise, I, I don't know what next year is going to look like for them, but I, I sure hope that we'll continue to see some really awesome stuff coming out of McQuanago in the years to come. Now, Colin, I mentioned Old Paths got for fourth, but more than anything else, I think that speaks to the depth of the Bible quizzing community and how close things really are when you get into those top levels. That said, I do think there's a case to be made that the AACS Nationals may be closer than we thought. I, uh, I did get to see Fairfax quizzing some, and uh, they put up a pretty good fight. I was uh, amazed to see them hold their own against uh against much better teams frankly and now here's the other thing fbclb brought two teams to squanit and neither of those teams was a bad team so with their forces combined for nationals they may give old paths a run for their money if you're old paths i would say study hard you know keep on preparing if you're fairfax or if you're FBCLB, I would say, good job quizzing at Squanit. Keep up the good work. Give it your best come Thursday. All right. So shout out to Cinnamon Squirrel for a great job with the Squanit review. Unfortunately, I don't have uh, quite that much of an in-depth review at AACS. Basically, what I can tell you at AACS, Old Paths did win. Um, I was correct in my prediction on Old Paths winning AACS. The rest of my prediction was pretty bad. We're not going to talk about it. But... Old Paths won ACS, followed by second place, First Baptist Church, Long Beach, and that's California. And then we had third place, the third team to make the finals would be Fairfax, Virginia. So good job, Fairfax, making the finals there. Fourth place was Indiana, and that's just the top four. So I'm going to um, go through the rankings again really quick here. I just want to point out I did not vote on these. I will reveal what my ballot would have been in this podcast for what it's worth. This one was quite interesting because unlike previous years where there has been a kind of a debate around who the number one team is, this one didn't have that at all. It was more who's in that second to fourth, particularly the third and fourth slots that would have been the dark horses of this season. So falls first, of course, we pointed out all six of the first place votes our voters pretty well agreed that they attended two majors. They're not eligible for AACS. Because they're not eligible for that tournament, they gave them credit for the ones that they participated in. I like that. I think Falls was unquestionably the best team. You can't really argue with him. Another thing I want to point out about Falls, just because I think you know they've earned a real big congratulations here, something this team managed to do this year in the majors that it participated in, they never took a low. That's very impressive. So they only attended two majors. There were only two that they could go to because CI was canceled, but that's impressive. They won both of those tournaments. They won in a very epic fashion, beating Ridgeview in a tiebreaker. That was hard fought at Squanit. Very good job to Falls, and I don't see them letting off the gas in the future. They are the team to beat. They're not really going to decline next year as far as I'm concerned. Very, very good job, Falls. All the coaches, quizzers, well done. Keep it up. Bring it back. See if you can do it again. 
you know, maybe a third year in a row over uh, over Corinthians. So again, great job. After Falls, we had Ridgeview finishing in second place. Ridgeview, I think, did a great job this season. I think they're still a pretty new team. I think we're kind of past the point of saying, oh, they're you know, they're they're new, they're learning. I think after this year, I think they've got it. So had a few years of experience. Next year is the year for them, I think. It's the year we're kind of expecting them to win a major. I am told per uh, Cinnamon Squirrel, as you heard earlier, Ridgeview didn't lose any seniors, and that's a real advantage. And I think they have a really good one, two, possibly three punch with Ben and Blake. I think Ben and Blake Brewster are really, really strong quizzers, and I expect them to do even better next year over less material. And I'll talk about the dynamic of that later. But the the voters pretty well agreed across the board. Again, I'm not going to reveal the voters or anything like that, like how an individual voter placed their ballot. Uh, so my ballot looks very similar to the final rankings. So I had Falls as number one. I have Ridgeview number two. I have McQuanago number three, Old Paths four, Green Bull five, and uh, FBLC FBCLB would have been my sixth place team. I put them on the rankings because they did receive fifth place votes. However, um, my my disagreement would have been Old Paths and McQuanago, which I'll get to that a little later. So again, while we're staying in one place, Ridgeview, great year, Ridgeview. I think they really uh, fought hard towards the end to get balls a run for their money. Um, lost on a tiebreaker, that's a tough loss, but I don't see Ridgeview declining. They didn't lose any seniors. Like I said, I think Ben and uh, Ben and Blake are going to be really, really good next year. Hopefully they'll close together at Gas, maybe win Gas. Start off with a summer tournament win and take off from there. So coming in at third place on our 2021 to 2022 final rankings is Old Paths, Pennsylvania. Old Paths, uh, I predicted them to win Squanet and AACS. They did win AACS. They did not win Squanet. They placed fourth at Squanet. This is where the debate comes in. So Old Paths was third with 46 total points. The methodology there, if you were voted first, you got 10 points. If you were voted second, you got nine points. Third place, you get eight points. You, you get the idea. Old Paths and McQuanago, one point away from each other. Otherwise, McQuanago is the third place team in the rankings. Here's why I would put Old Paths below McQuanago. McQuanago is also another team that's not AACS eligible. I want to point that out. And they placed higher than Old Paths at Squanet. Now, Old Paths did place higher than them at the Athens tournament, and Old Paths did win AACS. However, at AACS, I don't think the competition was nearly as strong as it was Squanet or at the Athens New Year's Classic. The voters mostly agreed with me, but some of them, I think, valued the AACS a little higher or valued Old Paths finishing above McQuanago at the New Year's Classic. I kind of value Squanet more than the New Year's Classic, and that's not anything against New Year's Classic. It's just that one takes place in January, one takes place in April, and I think the end-of-the-year performance is a better indicator of, okay, how good was this team really? And a couple other voters, when I asked them, cited this. Ridgeview actually won Blue Ridge, and here's where we open a whole new can of worms. Traditionally, Blue Ridge is not a major tournament, and I'm not arguing that it should be. I'm not saying it's correct that it is not considered one. But Ridgeview won that tournament, and they beat out some of these other teams that are in the top five. Now, Falls was not at Blue Ridge. Okay, so we're going to throw that out the window. 
but Ridgeview proved themselves to be the best team at that tournament. I think a couple voters wanted to kind of push that in there, saying, well, Ridgeview, you know, clearly whenever Falls is not there, they might just be the best team in the country. That, that's a pretty fair point, I think. So I would say, using that logic, Ridgeview, whenever Falls is not there, is the best team in the country, at least by their result at Blue Ridge and Squanet. And like I said earlier, they're not eligible for AACS. So that's something to point out there. Then, then the Old Paths, McQuanago, again, they go back and forth. And someone else made this point. Old Paths was at Blue Ridge, but they had their team split. So to further complicate things, we don't know if they had their A team together, their, you know, their better quizzers quizzing together, what that would have looked like at Blue Ridge. Again, it's really a weird year because CI was canceled and Blue Ridge seems to have more of these top teams competing back in March than AACS even in April, which again, further complicates things. But my real only difference in my ballot in the final rankings would have been, I would have placed McQuanago above Old Paz for that Squanet finish. I think Old Paz finishing fourth at Squanet is very, uh, very disappointing against those teams. Uh, congratulations to them for winning ACS. That's, that's really good there. And I'm not uh, 100% sure what their roster will look like next year if they're losing any seniors. I don't believe they are, but if you're listening to this podcast and you're from Old Paths and you say, yeah, I'm a quizzer and I'm a senior, so you're dead wrong, please uh, shoot me an email. I would love to uh, learn more of the makeup of your team and the roster for next year so I can attempt to make accurate predictions for what they're worth. Old Paths takes third. McQuanago fourth. Now, here's where it's kind of sad. i very confident. I believe uh, Cinnamon Squirrel even said it. David Roberts, unfortunately, was a senior. So we won't see him next year unless he fails a lot of uh, his senior-level high school classes, and we don't want that to happen. I'm sure he doesn't want that to happen. So, unfortunately, we won't see David Roberts on the quiz pads in major tournaments next season. They could decline. However, I think... Lydia is a great quizzer. I really like Lydia as a top quizzer. I think she's very uh, conservative. She was actually third place quizzer at Squint. Clearly has talent, and I think if they build around Lydia, she continues to improve. I think McQuanago is still in the mix. I'm not saying, oh, you know, they're, they lost David. They're totally going to drop off. No, I think they're potentially a top three, top four team next year as well. And right now, all of these teams are on the outside looking in, saying, how can we beat Falls? How can we beat Falls? How can we beat Falls? You have an opportunity, and I think next year is going to be a lot more challenging for Falls to defend. I'll get to that later. But that's just a quick recap on McQuanago. Great job. They had a pretty solid season. Couldn't couldn't win a major this year, but close. Uh, just kind of outgunned there. Lydia will be back. Hopefully, they build around her and continue to be a top team. And then fifth place and sixth place, I'm not going to talk too much about them because uh, Church of Greenville, I think this one, so I had Church of Greenville as my fifth place team because I think they're the fifth best team in the country and every voter except for one also had them. And that's because of their third place finish at the New Year's Classic. There's not really any more data to discuss on Church of Greenville. I think they can improve next year. They have a really good system there of a lot of young quizzers and up and coming. And I think they've got a pretty solid one-two punch there as well. At Athens, it's a lot of young quizzers. I think that's a team to watch out for. It might be under the radar. But again, they weren't at Squanet or ACS, so I can't really comment on this past week. And then the team that kind of gets an honorable mention because they did get a fifth place vote, FBCLB, First Baptist Church, Long Beach. Their two teams came and performed uh, decent at Squanet, but then I think they were clearly the second best team whenever it was down to you know, one California team at ACS, 
and they lost in the finals to Old Pass, who I think everyone would agree this was the better team of the two. So that's a really quick rundown of the final rankings of 2021 to 2022. Um, just recapping, Falls was able to win both Athens and Squanet. They're not ACS eligible. Ridgeview, uh, pretty solid performance. At Athens may be disappointing by their standard, picking it up, winning Blue Ridge, getting second to Falls at Squanet. They're not ACS eligible. Old Paths second at New Year's Classic. We can't really give solid data on Blue Ridge because they split their teams but didn't perform as well. I don't know how we factor in Blue Ridge for Old Paths. It's kind of tough. And then getting fourth is Squanet, but winning ACS, concluding the year with another major tournament victory. And then McQuanago, I believe they placed fourth or fifth at New Year's Classic, and then third at Squanet. Again, not ACS eligible. So again, real quick rundown. I had a lot of fun this year. Hopefully next year will be even better. Uh, one thing I want to talk about before we totally transition, since this will be the last episode of season 13 or the 2021 to 2022 season, Axe is a whole lot different from Corinthians to Quizover. So Axe, you have 1,007 verses and not many people will get all the material. Corinthians only has 694 verses between the two books, 29 total chapters. That means in a quiz of 25 questions, four chapters will not be touched off of initially asked questions. They could on freeze, but they will not on initial ones. However, 694 verses means that many more people throughout the country will memorize all of those verses. So I think this gives opportunity for a lot of what would be considered secondary quizzers or maybe third or fourth best quizzers on a team this year to really step up and get more material. Because of that, I think it's harder for Falls to defend. And this is, you know, kind of a test for Falls to see what kind of depth they have, which I do not doubt at all they have depth. I wouldn't be shocked tomorrow if someone from Falls texted me and said, hey, we've got two quizzers that have already finished 1 Corinthians and they're about to start 2 Corinthians. I, that would not shock me at all. They're really, really good. But I think you could have multiple people from Ridgeview get all the material. I definitely think you could have multiple people from Old Paths and McQuanago and Church of Greenville and First Baptist Church Long Beach get all the material. And what it boils down to at the end of the day is how much material do you have and how, you know, how well do you have it? So my kind of end of the year slash prediction for next year forward-looking is I expect there to be more of, let's say, clean slate, even field next year with just the uh, shorter material to cover. And I'm very excited about it. I love First and Second Corinthians, particularly uh, just a few chapters in First Corinthians that I really enjoyed quizzing over. There's a lot of great content there, particularly my favorite chapters. First Corinthians would be First Corinthians 13, the chapter on charity or love. And then 1 Corinthians 15, which is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible on the resurrection, uh, particularly if you look at uh, verses 3 and 4, that gives a very short and complete explanation of the gospel. What is the gospel? For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. And that's, that's a very good little definition of the gospel and it's just very rich material second corinthians as well and i'm very excited to kind of start a new year so um this was just a kind of quick rundown uh, didn't want to make this overly long but basically falls was the number one team this year did it again 
and I'm looking forward to next year. I want to thank all of you who have listened. I have really enjoyed trying to do my best with the website and the podcast. Still kind of shocked that unfortunately I'm the one doing this and Matt's not here to do it. But please, if you have listened this far to this podcast or other podcasts earlier in the season, please bear with me. I'm still learning a lot. I am willing and open to admitting that there's a lot of work to be done. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, suggestions for me, areas for improvement, I would love to hear it. Please shoot me an email. That's Cullen, C-U-L-L-E-N, at BibleQuizzer.net. And I would be happy to get your feedback. Or um, if you are listening to this and you want to know something about Bible quizzing, please reach out. I would be happy to help you. So I am signing off for the 2021-2022 Bible quiz season over the Book of Acts. And I am very enthusiastically looking forward to 2022-2023 over First and Second Corinthians. This has been the Bible Quizzer Podcast. See ya!